up, homies? Welcome back to the NBA Hoops at Lunch show here on the Outkick Bets podcast feed. I'm the host, Jeff Clark, and we're tackling the Monday NBA slate. There are, I believe, seven games in the NBA tonight. Let me just confirm that. Yes, seven. I'm taking aim at three of them. Um, I have the two sides and one, excuse me, three sides on my bet slip today for Monday. Um, and I'm coming in here on a three-week winning streak, actually. Um, finished the uh, last week, Friday, with a 2-2 two and two performance, so left a little meat on the bone. Um, I actually got a lot of help from the guy, David Troy, fellow NBA and, and OutKick handicapper. Um, he gave me one of the picks at one, um, so without him, I would have been one and two last week and finished even, so... Big shout out to David Troy helping me out with that. Uh, last week on Friday, I went over 228.5 in the Pelicans Magic. That was a winner, albeit slightly. The Magic won 123 to 110. I whiffed with the Miami Heat money line, minus 125. They got crushed by the Dallas Mavericks, 115 to 90. Um, David, David, um, Warned me about that matchup because the night before was Tyler Hero's birthday. He saw on social media that the Miami Heat were out partying for Tyler Hero or with Tyler Hero, um, and 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 warned me that they might come in a little sluggish. And um, whether or not they were sluggish or they just whiffed on their three pointers, either way, it was the same difference. He got pummeled in that game. Um, the, the game that David did steer me in the right direction on, I, I guess he tried to do with the Miami Heat Mavericks, but I, we ended up laying three and a half with the Denver Nuggets hosting the Indiana Pacers. They won the first quarter, uh, three and a half in the first quarter. They ended up winning the first quarter 37-28. Um, I was super nervous about that bet because before or after I locked it in, um, the Denver Nuggets announced that Nikola Jokic, well, they upgraded him to questionable on the injury report when he wasn't even on it when we locked in the bet, and then he ended up sitting out that game. So the Nuggets, either way, were the right side. They won 134-111 through the, for the full game, but they won the first quarter by nine points. So thanks, David, for help us helping us out with that one. And then the final best bet that I had on Friday was a loser. I went with the Oklahoma City Thunder. Um plus four and a half at the Sacramento Kings. They ended up losing 113 to 118. So we got hooked. That sucks. Um, Thunder won. They won only one of the four quarters. So can't really say it was the right side. Shea Gilgis Alexander balled. The Thunder held a lead um, entering the second half. So I was feeling pretty good about that game, even going into the fourth quarter. Thunder um, ended up kind of peeing down their leg down the stretch of that game, but almost snuck in the back door with some crazy full-court presses and late-game steals and three-pointers. But it wasn't enough, and we ended up again getting hooked on a uh, taking the the Thunder plus four and a half, and they lost by five. So it sucks, but whatever. What can we do? It's just... Be happy that we had a third straight winning week. My podcast record is twenty and sixteen um, since launching the NBA show, or the NBA Hoops at Lunch show, in the beginning of the year. So hopefully we can keep it going. I have again three sides in the seven game NBA slate here Monday. I'm taking the Boston Celtics 
laying eight points when they visit the uh, the Orlando Magic. The Magic actually swept the Celtics in a back-to-back in Boston uh, last month. So I'm thinking Boston gets a little revenge here. They are possibly without two of their best defensive players. Uh, Marcus Smart, the reigning defensive player of the year, is definitely ruled out with an ankle sprain. And um, Robert Williams is questionable to play. He's their defensive anchor in the front court for Boston. Uh, both these players in this matchup could be a little, uh, they could be addition by subtraction. Uh, with Marcus Smart missing today's game, uh, combo guard Derek White is going to be inserted into the starting lineup. And the Boston Celtics are better offensively when White is on the floor and Smart is off the floor. They have a, a higher offensive rating, higher effective field goal shooting. And Derek White actually leads the Celtics in on-off net rating at plus 7.9. Also, when uh, with Robert Williams off the floor, that might get more run for, for Sam Hauser and, and Grant Williams for sure. Um, both of them are quality three and D guys. Actually, Sam Hauser isn't really a, a D guy, but he, he can space the floor, hit knockdown threes, and um, that should come into effect, play into, into effect in this game because while the Magic are second in NBA defensive three point shooting percentage, it is fluky because they allow the second most wide open three point attempts. So, Boston. Uh, with their eighth best three-point shooting rate, are going to have a whole bunch of wide-open looks. And if Derek White and Sam Hauser are taking those shots, and and Marcus Smart is not, then um, then I'm then I'm liking Boston to cover a big number here on the road, especially with revenge on its mind after being swept by the Magic in Boston last month. Um, also, no Smart on the floor puts the ball in in uh, Jason Tatum's hands more. He's lit up the Magic this season. He's played him twice and averaging 35.5 points per game, 56% shooting, has a plus 20 net rating in those games. So I like Jason Tatum to to, to beat up on the Magic here. If the Magic are going to allow wide open threes, Boston's certainly going to cash in on them. So um, while it might give us – or it might – hurt the the Boston Celtics number if Robert Williams ends up sitting I do think there's going to be more three-point shooting out there for the Celtics and they could take advantage of Orlando's misleading three-point defense so for my first best bet we'll lock in the Celtics minus eight um it wouldn't be the worst idea to wait until closer to tip off because if Robert Williams gets ruled out maybe this gets to minus seven uh, given the Magic's um, 3-0 ATS record against the, the the Celtics this season. So I do like Boston, though, in this in this revenge spot. Moving along, uh, the Atlanta Hawks visit the Chicago Bulls. That is an 8 p.m. Eastern Standard tip-off. These teams have split the first two regular season meetings in Atlanta, but Chicago covered them both, and they were playing on the second of a back-to-back in both those games. For this game, the Bulls have had plenty of rest. Their last game was January um, 19th, I believe, in Paris against the Detroit Pistons. They won 126-108 to uh, because they showcased the NBA overseas. Um, they've had plenty of rest. Um, granted, uh, um, 
I guess it's been four days of rest since their last game. And the game before that, they played January 15th. So in the last eight days, the Bulls have only played one game. Um, So they are coming in well-rested, albeit lengthy road trip. Um, And since the beginning of last season, the Bulls have played very well uh, against the Atlanta Hawks. The um, the reason why last the beginning of last season is the the start point for the metrics I'm looking at here is because Chicago signed All Star Demar Derozan uh, prior to last season. But the Bulls are four and two straight up and five and one against the number versus Atlanta since the beginning of the last year. Both teams have pretty similar tendencies. They like to play a lot of isolation offense. Um, in the Hawks case, it's through Trey Young and through Dejounte Murray and the Bulls case it's through Zach Levine and, and DeRozan but the Bulls have a better shot quality on both ends of the floor than the Hawks and um, Zach Levine typically balls out versus the Hawks he's played the Hawks and Trey Young 14 times in their careers he's averaging roughly 26 points per game on 52 percent shooting 55 or 45 percent from behind the arc um, and, and DeRozan has, has killed the Hawks this season. He's scored 31 points per game on 50% shooting in the first two Hawks-Bulls meetings this season. He's got a plus 14 net rating, cl- grabbing close to 10 rebounds and six throwing six and a half assists per game. Um, Chicago is the better rebounding team than Atlanta. They have a plus net free throw um, free throw attempt rate, whereas the Hawks have a negative net free throw attempt rate. I think given the rest, given um, how good Chicago plays against winning teams, Atlanta having a winning record and and being less rested, I'm going to lay the Bulls uh, minus 110 on the money line. Um, I'd be willing to lay up to minus 125 on the the money line with Chicago before playing them up to minus two, I guess. But right now their money line, or at least... um, at least the the number that I got is minus one ten. I think it's still well below minus one twenty five. So let's lock in Chicago money line versus the Atlanta Hawks here on Monday. And then the final best bet I'm going with the Memphis Grizzlies um, visiting the Sacramento Kings. I am going to take the Memphis Grizzlies money line, which currently is minus um, one fifteen. Um, the the Grizzlies thirty one and fifteen, Sacramento Kings twenty six and nineteen, both solid teams. This is the regular season finale. Um, Memphis is two and one straight up and against the spread in the first three against the Kings this season. They are hitting more three pointers, nearly th- um, uh, more than three three pointers made per game versus the versus the Kings. The Grizzlies are grabbing more than. Close to six more rebounds per game. They're committing um, less turnovers in those meetings. So the Grizzlies are shooting better from from outside the paint and winning, or from behind the arc and winning the possession battle. Um, furthermore, Memphis's aggressive style is going to give Sacramento troubles here, and, and it usually does. The Grizzlies lead the NBA in paint paint points per game. The Kings are twenty eighth in paint point per game allowed. Um, DeMontis Sabonis is an awesome offensive big, but not very good defensively. And their other um, front court player, or their two other front court players, are more small forwards, Keegan Murray and Harrison Harrison Barnes. So I think the Kings are going to own the interior. They're going to own the glass like they usually do versus versus the Kings. And 
Um, if you if you get more possessions, there's a better chance you're going to win a game. And I guess the the concern here is that Memphis played or are on the second of a back to back, but they've lost two straight, both um, both by a basket or less, or, or excuse me, there were two point margins. Um, the the Grizzlies last two games, so um, they've they've lost. Close. I think they're going to come out amped for this game against a, a team, another youthful team that is getting a lot of buzz. Uh, Memphis has the tenth highest volume of field goal attempts at the rim, and they um, attempt the most short mid-range field goals per game. That's that's right where Sacramento's defense is weak. They're twenty-six in defensive field goal percentage versus field goals at the rim and 27th versus short mid-range jumpers. Both teams get out in transition, but the Kings have the third worst defensive efficiency in transition, and Memphis averages the most fast break points per game. So if Sacramento wants to speed this game up, I think Memphis uh, runs runs with them and eventually runs them over. Um, we got a high total here. It's currently 247. So there's going to be a lot of points, um, and if there's going to be a lot of points scored, I'm going to take the more efficient team, which is the Memphis Grizzlies. Uh, Sacramento has struggled recently against teams with a winning record, whereas Memphis does really well against the number versus teams with a winning record. So let's lock in the Memphis Grizzlies money line for our third and final best bet along with the Bulls money line hosting the Atlanta Hawks. And we're going to lay eight with the Boston Celtics visiting the Orlando Magic. That is your NBA Hoops at Lunch podcast for Monday, January 23rd. Show me some love on social media if I've um, helped your analysis or if you followed me and made some money. Even if you faded me, maybe show me some love. Um, as long as as long as this podcast is helping making you money, that's all that matters to me. So, best of luck, guys, and I'll talk to you um, tomorrow. Peace.